Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, Answers for Healing and Infinite Love, which shares an awakening experience that leads to knowing the potential of all souls beyond any labels of the world due to religion, race, ethnicity, gender, political preference. And I am delighted to welcome Ginny Townsend, author of Shatter Our Glass Walls, who hopes to share with listeners ways to break free from our own greatest enemy, ourselves. Hello, Ginny, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me. Jenny, as listeners of Healing from Within have come to expect over the years, my guests and I share intimate stories, experiences, and insights into the metaphysical aspects of both our human and spiritual existence in order to help us achieve greater self-awareness, self-mastery of emotions, and to create our best life in respect to health, prosperity, happiness, and living with purpose. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Ginny, a military wife who has lived all over the country, will show us how it is possible to break free from the swirling wasteland of self-sabotage and live the life you were intended to live. And Ginny, I must admit, I, I was interested in talking to you today because of your being a military wife. As my niece married a naval serviceman and is living on a military base, and I myself have never had any close connection to that lifestyle, but I so uh, admire women and families who are serving our country and by being married to men who are in the service. So the first question I always love to ask my guests is to think back to their childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown them or those close to them uh, what perhaps they would focus on in their adult life because I believe we have an inner awareness of what we wish to learn and share in this lifetime at the very beginning and some people are aware of it at an early age so think back for a minute okay yeah so that's a great question and I also want to acknowledge your niece who married into a, a military family um, she's definitely serving her country as well, and so I just shout out to her. <laughs> Much respect. So as far as a an early memory, the first thing that came to mind, which I believe matters, um, is <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually remember this, and my mom told me later about this too, that I would play with Barbies. And, um, you know, as most most girls growing up in the 80s probably did, and what what I remember about Barbie, and my mom remembers this as well, is she was a professional. She would go to work every day and took herself very seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, you know, I have a couple different memories like that. Like I remember wanting to turn um, this townhouse where we lived in into this a culinary, kind of like a catering company. And so when I look back at all of those little memories, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Ah. <laughs> I didn't know what that was at the time, but, you know, well, that's, yeah, that's it I was, wanted. It was to be a creator <laughs> and to yeah. create something yeah. that would enhance your, your own interests and the community and, I guess, very spiritual people who are born with a sense of uh, wanting 
to bring into this life uh, their spiritual gifts would have that interest. So that's very interesting to me. So why did you pick the title Shatter All Glass Walls? Hmm. So I actually, this was a, a project of my own self-discovery. I, when I was about 30 years old, started noticing that I was stopping just shy of big goals. And, you know, when I was, I was running a creative agency at the time. And um, when we would have really large prospective client accounts, um, there's something about that. I just always got to like the five yard line and then maybe would taper back. Like it was just kind of, it was mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. And so it really, it surprised me because I had considered myself to be an achiever and, you know, like I love doing things. I love creating things like you said and building things and bringing something to life. And so this really, I, it, it felt out of character, but I also didn't, I was like, there has to be some kind of a route. And so I did this kind of self-discovery journey over about a couple years. And it was out of that journey, and I'm happy to talk about that and kind of what that looks like, that I coined the phrase, as far as I know, no one else is using it, glass walls, which are, these are internal barriers that we have unintentionally set up in our own way. And uh, they're not like glass ceilings that need, you know, huge movements and potentially legislation and they need key figures like celebrities to endorse them you know right right Mm. like you know glass feelings they're like they they ask so much of a society they speak about society they don't really like speak to an individual and the individual capabilities but that's where glass walls come in yes you know we we see right through them right we see where we want to go and then you know we charge forward and then wham we run into something we're like what happened you know and it's just because we didn't see it well Ginny, i'm really glad you're referring to the glass walls of self-limiting boundaries that many of us men and women set up for ourselves due to truly uh, a lack of knowing who we are and not like right. the political statement of the last presidential election uh, where a woman candidate referred to the boundaries imposed on women or uh, influences from the outside, You're, as you just mm. said, from the systems. And I, I believe personally, I know it to be true, we create our world from the inside out and can, blame, really yeah, and can blame no one for what we are in are unable or unwilling to create in our life. So never having played the victim role myself, because like you (laughs) as a child, I was a creator of uh, joy, positivity, action, Mm. and learning. And there was nothing I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. And so, um, you know, those people who blame and complain and judge and are clearly unable to take personal responsibility for their own actions uh, and reactions, uh, it's hard for me to understand that behavior uh, because right. they, they must not have a belief in anything other than their ego needs and desires. And you and I well know that when you're in alignment to your heart, your soul, and your spiritual self, you don't have a need to control situations because life will take its own flow. And we know about the law of attraction and uh, how we are creating pretty much what our thoughts and actions are about. So 
uh, I was very happy uh, to read your book and see it wasn't what I originally thought when I saw <laughs> the glass walls because truly I mm, want to talk with people on this show who have found an inner wisdom and awareness and intuition and are moving through this life uh, with joy and help from spirit yeah. and from those around them in order to be and and not be lost in the maze of other people's expectations and control systems. So I, I was very happy. And also, I have always loved, and I sh- I'm sure you do too, learning, and I have never felt less be- of myself because of being a woman. I've worked with men in many different areas, and they have appreciated my hard work and listened to my creative ideas. So, and I've never backed down from any serious challenge. So, I would say it's more. There you go. Yeah, it's not about luck. It's about hard work and paying attention to the thoughts that float into us from spirit, who are offering us guidance and help if we begin to listen. So, why is yeah. the book a journal for creating the life mm-hmm. you want? I love the word journal. So, what is the thinking behind the word journal? Um. Brilliant segue, by the way, because it has to do a lot with our thoughts. And yeah. it was it was during okay, so during that time when I was like, What is happening? Why am I doing this? I I made this promise to myself that I would journal at least ten minutes a day. And so I would I opened up an Evernote project and I called it Unsabotage. That was just kind of like my pet name for it. And I would write, set a timer for ten minutes and write. And whatever came out of my mind, I was just like, Whatever, you know, that was that was right you know like whatever Mm -hmm. and so I got into this flow of just you could type so much in 10 minutes and then I would close that and just get on with my day and so after a few months of that I was you know at our creative agency one of like a part of our deliverables for a large kind of strategy project we were working on was we consolidated a few hours worth of interviews with their clients and employees into, um, are you familiar with what word clouds are? Mm, not exactly. Okay, that's fine. So it is, if you were to, it's like a visual interpretation with like the different words that are in like, oh, a given yes. article. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. and if the larger the word, the more the more often that word is used. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh, what if I put four months worth of journaling, four months worth of my thoughts, into a word cloud generator, what would I find? And I about fell out of my seat when I when I did that. And so there was um, a family member's name was really large, really large. And then there were emotions around a betrayal that had happened at work and some events also associated with They were huge, which meant, oh, my gosh, I was thinking about that every day because I was journaling about it every day. So it was like, of course, if this hurt, if this – you know, this wounded relationship is like kind of playing in the background in the thoughts that are below the surface. Of course, it's going to affect how I view what I can take on, how I view what I can create, what I'm willing to open up to and mm-hmm. be vulnerable, you know, and push forward towards. And so I became obsessed with figuring out how our mind works. And um, I I learned through this time, and I am coming back to why a journal. <laughs> But I found a couple different really prestigious institutes like the Cleveland Clinic and Stanford 
and Harvard research found that we think about 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Can you believe that? Mm. A day. And about half of them are negative thoughts, so we have to learn what we will yeah. allow ourselves to engage with and what we have to so true. not pay attention to. Yeah, many thoughts yeah. coming in. Yeah. And I have a kind mm-hmm. of feeling that your journaling and the way you began to see events that became larger for you uh, were a way of spirit catching your attention in the journaling uh, to give you more insight into your path ahead. Now, I was told long ago uh, by my Reiki teacher that I was to journal. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was having a tremendous amount of coincidences and synchronicity, and Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand why that was happening. And from that, I learned there's really no coincidences, only messages from spirit that are helping us to achieve what we came here to do. We each came here with a life goal and mission. And if we pay attention in any way, it comes into us. So I, like a dutiful student and child that I always was, (laughs) I started journaling all these stories. And my two books, and now I have a third one, hopefully, which will be completed soon, came out of those journals. So, mm. so, and I was also told that it would also show me the progress that I was making uh, along this, this story of unfolding, awakening, learning about the uh, truth of our existence as spiritual beings having a physical life. You know, so I, I, I didn't believe in these things. I was a very pragmatic and practical person living in the physical world, uh, very grounded to achieving, as you said at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. being responsible to, to produce in a way that we could see or know. I wasn't, right. even though I was a sensitive, I did quietly, I wasn't able to put all the pieces together for quite a while. So uh, I find journaling very interesting. You give it from the root word jor, meaning day, and it can remind us to write daily because there's something very important about the consistency, the challenge, the commitment to journaling that helps us dig deeper into what's really going on into our lives. And you also talked about very famous people who, to name Mm -hmm. a a few, Albert Einstein and Leonardo da Vinci and Mark Twain, kept journals on their observations and emotions. So it's about self-development. This whole life is a journey of uh, knowing ourselves better, and everybody around us is like in a play, a prop in the play, and we create what we think and what we fear. Fears can create a certain reality, and loving, positive, compassionate thoughts can create a different reality. And uh, as we're all interconnected to each other, certainly we're all affecting everybody's development in life. So let's go on to, you've lived in many places, so what are some of the places you have lived, and what have you discovered in all the different lifestyles you have observed? What a good question. So we have lived in Texas, Nebraska, and then a couple parts of California. Um, And so we have, you know, we've seen a good amount of the country. We haven't actually lived on the East Coast, but a good amount of the country. 
And what I have found is, gosh, several things. Um, but one, I'd say people are people. <laughs> that is I correct. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I really am surprised at, at the commonalities of dreams. You know, people will have dreams, but like what's interesting is I've seen several times or several instances where I felt like people were using the same excuses for not either pursuing or taking the next step or whatever in their dreams. So regardless of if they lived in a small town, that's when we first got married, we lived in a small town in Texas or a larger city like Omaha or Sacramento or San Jose in the, the Bay area, you know, regardless of the different, wherever we lived, it was it was the all, same because people it really their was. fears were stopping them their fears so and other people's reaction to perhaps mm-hmm. what they wanted to do because the outside world uh, was affecting them more than perhaps their inner vision right and you know i i just glossed over something that might be even more profound is that Everyone has dreams, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, which I think also speaks to what you're saying is that we have so much more capacity and capability and there's so much more going for us that if, you know, if there wasn't more than what meets the eye, there would be no, like no risk worth taking to follow a dream, you know? Um, so the, I think that the only way to itself. achieve anything is to take a risk. Otherwise, so you're leaving and live. You allow yourself to live in a cocoon and a comfort zone, and you never explore anything new or other people's views, and 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 you stagnate and you get stuck. Mm-hmm. And this is like not good for your health, and certainly not good for enjoying life. And we're here to enjoy life, and and to have joy and and love and compassion and health and vitality. And all those other fears limit that and stop us from our dreams. So you go mm. on to to talk about um, how to uncover, unpack, yes. unbitter, mm-hmm. unveil, mm-hmm. and unleash. And those are the uh, title headings in the book uh, that give people a way to focus on how to begin this journey of removing how we self-sabotage ourselves. So let's start mm-hmm. quickly with uncover. What are yes, we uncovering? So uncover. This is probably the most mm-hmm. important one. You know what? Yes. And what I love about it is it creates early wins for people. Whether they do the self-paced journal or work more closely with me, it is early wins all around. It's usually within the first week people are like, oh my gosh. So uncover is accessing those 60 or 70,000 thoughts a day. And what's interesting is um, studies have have shown that we think about 95% of those thoughts every day. So we think them today, we thought them yesterday, we'll think them tomorrow if nothing changes. And so it's this, this underlying current. You can think of our mind as an iceberg, you know? It's the under, like it is, it's the, the mass below the surface that really drives the direction of the iceberg it's not the wind on the surface you know mm. so uncover is this really targeted set of prompts to get you writing and ac- 
accessing those thoughts that really they're a part of that mass that's below the surface. So there are some topics that talk about, like you referenced at the top of our our interview of like a childhood memory. And then there are other prompts that have to do with money or how we view success or failure or just really key areas of our thought life. And you can, I, I often equate this section to an archeological dig and you know how like an archeologist, when they go to set through it up a dig, they set up a grid. So they'll, you know, they'll dig in one area mm-hmm. and then they'll journal what they found. Right. And then they'll move to another square and then they'll move to another square. And so that's really what Uncover is all about. It's pretty much an archaeological dig of something that's alive, you know. Yes, and, um, I, and I think so it's, it's really also powerful. about asking people to reflect on their childhood and to perhaps find the fears or traumas that may persist in their perceptions and when exposed can be changed and released so we can be free of it. You know, uh, I... I particularly particularly always like to focus on what crosses a person's mind when they think of success so can you tell us Mm -hmm. what success means to you oh it means light it doesn't mean heavy it means you know you're surrounded by those you love and those you trust and they're like if you want to do something, like if you really feel compelled to either build a business or build a, um, a philanthropic effort, yeah, family. Yes, a family, that you go for it. That mm-hmm. is, that in my mind is success. Right. It's movement forward, yes. Or live in a different uh, country or culture, learn another yes. language. Anything that you choose that expands you and your whole being is success to me too you know Mm -hmm. in my next book new life awaits creating your best afterlife by living consciously now i addressed this very important thought and i wrote of course success has different meanings to each individual as many of us well know cindy locker one of the co-authors in mastering the art of success suggested success for one woman might be a good marriage, happy children, and a career or area of study that she enjoys. Success for the man next door might mean a challenging job that keeps him on the run and provides enough money to enjoy life's amenities. Some people do not define success in terms of material game. For these people, success means learning new things, growing spiritually and intellectually, and other altruistic ideals that are internal rather than external. And in today's competitive business world, success has become an art, and those who master Mm -hmm. it are considered lucky. But luck might not have as much to do with becoming successful as good, old-fashioned hard work, overcoming negative attitudes or people who limit you, and your being able to learn, grow, or mature socially, spiritually, and emotionally. And that's what you have done with your journaling, and that's the system Mm -hmm. you have set up for people to begin to follow, to find what success means to them. And you have a few interesting quotes from people like Coco Chanel, who said there are people Mm -hmm. who have money and people who are rich. And then uh, Paulo Coelho, who I love, exploring both these thoughts, he said, two things keep us from happiness, living in the past and observing others. 
And that's the truth. That's what we're talking about so here true. today. Going so within, true. knowing ourself, loving ourself, being ourself. And it brings us all to the truth of why you wrote this book. Why do you, mm. what do you want readers to take away with them after working with your journal and the many questions that offer a way to reflect, rethink, review, and recreate new perceptions for living an authentic and wonderful, purposeful life. So what do you want mm. them to take away with them? Yes, great question. So I think of Unsabotage, you know, the book or even the, the coaching or the course, whatever, as a, a toolkit. So it's, I mean, it is a journal, but it's so much more. It is, it is a new way to look at our thoughts. And when we see that we're kind of running into walls, you know, how, mm-hmm. how we can look at them and actually discover what they are so we can either shatter them some people like the word melt them, you know, mm-hmm. go around them, whatever visual really captures your imagination. It's, it's giving people the tools to figure out what's holding them back so they can, you know, so they can move forward in their career, move forward in their family or forward in their health, whatever it is. Um, it is, it's a resource kit. It's a toolkit. So they don't have to so. fight life anymore. They, right. they don't have How to fight. That. They can relax into the contact of the wall themselves and whatever obstacle yes. they're doing. That's beautiful. I want to thank oh, you, Ginny Tansen, author of Shatter Our Glass Walls, for setting up a fine system of journaling that can lead to tremendous rewards for those ready to be honest and consistent in looking at what is in their life and what could be in their life if they could move past obstacles to pursue their talents and dreams. To purchase this book, go to unsabotage.com slash let's talk. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Ginny Townsend has shared her journey and her journal of thoughts, quotes, and questions, which will allow one to clearly see what remains obscured from their soul view of themselves and which must be worked on in order to find the greatest way to their innate potential for living with faith, compassion, love, success, and happiness. Ginny writes, Please remain gentle and loving with yourself as you continue this self-exploration and journaling. Since starting this new journey, you are walking on new ground, gaining territory every day. Acknowledging new insights and raw emotions can be scary, but this kind of work can also be greatly rewarding. This is where breakthrough happens. Relationships can be their healthiest, and we live the big lives we were created to live. And as counterintuitive as it may sound, you might come up against a new block or wall during this section. Why, you ask? Well, it might sound like a tangent, but did you know that our subconscious mind is wired to protect us? Awesome, right? Well, yes, it definitely serves a purpose. If you're in a life-threatening situation, your fight-or-flight instincts will kick in without hesitation and without permission to hopefully save your life. The catch is, this 
part of your ever-vigilant mind also sees unknown circumstances. So think change and risk and new thoughts as potential threats. Of course, we know that a promotion or a new relationship can be a great thing, but our faithful subconscious mind may take one look at it and start screaming, Run! So be encouraged. If this happens, it's proof you're moving forward. And I just love that because it's happened to all of us, Ginny. Yes, it has. <laughs> Ginny and I. <laughs> yes, it has. Yes. Ginny and I would have you know that everyone is having a spiritual life as we are, spirit, and imbued with the divine light that at the right time in our journey awakens and begins to yearn once again to be able to live in peace, harmony, balance, and love. Once your heart opens more fully, the people, events, and process will begin. And we assure you the results will be worth the time and effort expended. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com to read about and listen to authors and leaders in the field of self-actualization and self-discovery and of life in its infinitesimal potential, which offers us all insights, methods, and thoughts of creation so we can have our best life journey. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you. <laughs> 